if you haven't tried yet, you should try to work with the remote workers from the overseas. So someone from the Philippines, for example, if you treat them good, if you pay them a good amount of money, they will never left your company. Welcome to Fascinating Entrepreneurs. How do people end up becoming an entrepreneur? How do they scale and grow their businesses? How do they plan for profit? Are they in it for life or are they building to exit? These and a myriad of other topics will be discussed to pull back the veil on the wizardry of successful and fascinating entrepreneurs. My book, Relentless, is now available everywhere books can be bought online, including Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. Try your local indie bookstore too, and if they don't have it, they can order it. Just ask them. The reviews are streaming in, and I'm so thankful for the positive feedback, as well as hearing from people that my memoir has impacted them positively. It is not enough to be resilient. You have to be relentless. You can go to therelentlessbook.com for more information. Thank you so much. Ben Schneider is the founder of Jobmify.com, which is a premium job search platform for hiring remote workers overseas. He runs a digital marketing agency and owns the world's biggest e-commerce store for sea monkeys. Ben reached the 10 million in sales milestone within 14 months by only using Facebook and Instagram ads. We talk about the opportunity in the marketplace he saw that sparked the idea of Jobmify and the biggest challenge he's facing today. So I was working, I would say 10 years before with the remote workers and also remote working websites. So different job platforms, different freelancer platforms. But the problem, the gap you mentioned, I saw is that the other platforms had not been that safe. And most of them are for freelancers. So you need, for example, a logo or you need a one-time service, but they don't let you find people for your team. And Shopify is more, so for sure you can also find a freelancer there, but it's more, we help you to build your team with remote workers. So it's more on a full-time or part-time base. Right. So that is the big differentiator is that you're looking to help staff someone's team in a more full-time or ongoing basis rather just one-off. Exactly. And most secure ways. So every member of Chopify, every user is ID verified, for example. So nobody can apply for a job if they have not verified with their ID. Right. That's amazing. When did you start the business? We launched at September 2020. Yeah. So we developed around one and a half year and then one and a half year later, we launched the business. So is this the business that you were able to do 10 million in sales within 14 months or was that a different business? That was a different company of mine. So that was a marketing agency. So we are, I'm also in the e-commerce space where we do e-commerce, yeah, PPC ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, stuff like that. And that had been the business where I reached uh, 10 million. Right. Amazing. I want to talk about all the things. So for Jobmify, how many employees do you have with that company? Yeah, we have 20 team members. Yes. And how about your digital marketing and, company? 
and they are all working remote. So Jobify is a 100% remote-based company. And the marketing agency, we have 30. Okay. So how do you juggle the duties of Jobify, your digital marketing agency? And we've got to talk about this, your e-commerce site for sea monkeys? <laughs> yeah. I also own an e-commerce store. That's right. So you need to have a team. Most of the team needs to be A players. So really good stuff. And then you can delegate stuff. You need project managers. You can't handle that all by your own. So, you so are you CEO of both to... companies? Yeah, I'm CEO of every company. <laughs> okay. Can so... we talk about the sea monkey situation? I need to know if I don't talk about it, it's just going to be on my brain the whole time. So what is it? Sea monkeys are little animals. That no, I know lived. what a sea monkey oh. is, but what is your oh, business? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the businesses, we are selling them. So it's an e-commerce store and we are specialized on sea monkeys and triops and clam shrimps. So all the prehistoric animals. So it's not like a common aquaristic store. We are really specialized and focused on those animals who lived millions of years ago. And that is what makes us unique. And we are what selling is, all over the world. What is the website for that? It's treeopsking.com. Okay. Really interesting. So how did you approach making the 10 million in sales within 14 months by only using Facebook and Instagram ads? Everybody's going to want to know your secrets. So spill it. <laughs> Yeah, of course, everybody wants to know the secret, but it's mostly not a secret. I think you know that it's a way of testing. It's a way of yeah, doing some risky stuff, spending a lot of money. So you're not doing 10 millions in sales with only spending $2,000. It's way more. But yeah, you need to have a proof of concept. You need to know your product is working. And then you need to try to make the best as you can. So to really focus on the market, who is your target audience? Who is your customer? How do they act? What they want to know to listen to it, to hear from you, give them a really good offer and then test a lot of versions, a lot of ad copies, a lot of creatives, and then scale it and retarget. Do a lot of retargeting because to get the customer on the first time on your website, make him buy something is the most costly part. So if you have them on your website, then show them retargeting stuff, give them a discount coupon for free shipping or anything like that, because they already have seen your logo. They already have seen your website, but whatever reason for, they didn't buy. Right. But, it takes uh, so many impressions before someone makes a buying decision. So retargeting yeah. makes sense. Are you working mostly with products, physical products, or also services? Also services, but more and more we are focusing on products. But it's two different kinds of businesses because products is very hard to do because the margins are low. So mm. you get some, something for $10 and you sell it for $30. You only have $20 for marketing and you're stuff and shipping and all that kind of stuff and for a service maybe you're the guy who is selling your service a coaching session for example and you sell that two-month coaching for ten thousand dollars so you have five thousand dollars for marketing maybe 
So that's way easier to market because you have a lot of more money to spend. And why then would you go more for physical products then? Because we're freaking good at it. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So yep. that's the reason for e-commerce is booming. We had the COVID crisis and all that kind of stuff. And people are going more and more on Amazon and, and e-commerce stores. Yeah. And what is that's the website just... for that business? It goes on my personal brand. It's benschneider.biz. Okay. I went to that um, website. Yeah. It's in German, so I had yeah, a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's uh, in German. Most of my clients are from Germany. And yeah, if we do international stuff, mostly it came from Shopify. Yes, exactly. Wonderful. So I ask every entrepreneur this because it's so interesting. We hear about all the successes, right? That's what everyone touts. But what is right now your number one challenge? In let's talk about Jobmify for sure, but for the other companies too, what is a challenge you're dealing with today? I would say, honestly, it's still the hugeness of the project itself. So Jobmify is a project you're competing with platforms like Fiverr and Upwork, who, for example, Upwork, I think, raised $900 million in the past 10 or 15 years. And Shopify is a self-finance project. So I spent multiple six figures from my own pocket on this project. And that's a huge challenge because we do not have that amount of marketing budget like the competitors have. And right. we are new into this market. And that's basically yeah, a huge challenge to yeah, to make the success happen, to convince all the companies that you're trustworthy, that you're doing a great job, that you're doing better than the big companies. But yeah, that's maybe for every startup a challenge. Are you looking for venture capital? Or are you trying to stay away from that? Until today, I'm trying to stay away from that. Yeah. Because and are you, um, are you the, building... the reason for this is because I think in one or two years, the platform will be way more worth than today. So and if are I you guess, building it to sell? Would you look for a great exit from a competing company? It's not built to sell, but it's definitely a case for such a platform that someone is coming in one, two, three years and say, hey, there's a lot of money. <laughs> I'd like to buy it. So yeah. definitely. And then on the flip side... For Jobmify, what is your number one strategy for growth that you're focusing on this year? What are PPC you doing ads. to grow it? Yeah, we do PPC ads. This strategy, That's by the way, is click. something... Hey, PPC yeah. is pay-per-click. Yeah. Exactly. You pay that someone clicks on your ad or that your ad will be shown in front of someone. But that's basically a strategy I do for every e-commerce client, for every coaching client. You do pay-per-click ads on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Google ads. But on the other hand, you need to have kind of like a PR strategy. So try to be on blogs, try to be on magazines, newspaper. If it's possible, try to get on stages, have an own YouTube channel, have an own TikTok channel, kind of like that. For example, just a small example, on our Trips King e-commerce store, we have on TikTok, millions of views on our videos and this is something if you would like to pay for this that would cost you 
tons of money, but on TikTok, if you have a good strategy, if you know what to do, uh, you can get that mostly for free. For sure, you need to pay your stuff. Yeah, but this is possible right now on TikTok, and you need to yeah be flexible and need to use those opportunities. So you guys are on TikTok for which brands? For Triops King, for yeah. example. And you don't um, have one for Jobmify right now. You're not doing a TikTok influencing campaign. Is that right? Yeah, we started a TikTok channel for Jobmify. But then we decided as we are a small team and do not have that much stuff at the moment, we decided to go for YouTube first mm-hmm. and focus more on this side. Right. And how big is the team? How big is the 20 people that work for Jobmify working on that strategy for branding, advertising, that kind of a thing? The TikTok, the YouTube. Yeah, I would answer this with the team of my marketing agency because they are helping the Jobmify team. So we have five people who are caring about content strategy, who are analyzing the data and yeah, making the strategies on which channel we should go and which channel we should focus because maybe you are on five channels, but maybe you should focus on your podcast or anything like that. And so the team doesn't have to be that big, but if you are doing all by yourself, that's where I'm coming from. I've done that all by myself. That's okay. As long as you don't have much customers or clients or any other work to do. But if you are starting to have clients, then you're running out of time. You cannot focus on doing videos every day. Then you have one day in a month, you create, I don't know, 20, 30 videos and that's it. So you you don't have have the time to do that. Yeah, you don't have the time to do that every day. For Jobmify, since everyone is remote, I'm assuming, and because they're overseas or they're not local, how do you keep and maintain a company culture to keep people engaged and feeling good about their work and their coworkers? That's a good question. So for the clients we have on Shopify, I always tell them, do not treat them like robots, treat them like people, make meetings, for example, send them stuff. They are happy there from the Philippines or India or countries like that. They're happy if they get a t-shirt from their company they're working in, for example. Maybe pay them a little extra, maybe $50 if it's Christmas or anything like that. And always set goals together. You need to show them a vision. And everybody needs to be with you on that vision. So you need to give a goal. For example, this year we want to reach blah, blah, blah. And you need to tell this vision in every meeting you have. Hey, guys, remember, we have this vision. We are following these rules to get on this goal by the end of the year. And then you can keep them motivated to make them, for example, extra work and, yeah, and go with a smile to work when they are sitting at home in front of their computer. So I'm going to make an assumption that since Jobmify is only a year and a half old, that you haven't gathered your entire team together in one physical place. Yeah, no, we were not able to do that yet. But this was also because of COVID. Right, of course. I do know other companies that have a remote workforce and they do a big extravagant uh, summer picnic where they fly everyone in and so that they can meet in person, which I think is really important at some point. But as things are just now starting to open back up, so it would be a challenge 
even today to do that. Yeah, definitely. But if the company is able to do that, I definitely would recommend something like that to make team meetings in real life. Because as I mentioned before, those people, no matter if they are living in the Philippines or in India or in America, they are people and not robots. So treat them like people. Right. I appreciate you saying that. I do have people that work for me in the Philippines and the Ukraine and other places. And so much is done via email or the digital interface. And I have one employee that I hardly ever talk to because she's chosen to work the four hours a day that she works for me when I'm asleep. So I really find that challenging and I want to be able to reach out to her more. So we have a one time a week meeting where we're all talking to each other on Zoom at least. And I sent them all a copy of my book that just came out. I'm not sure if it's reached them yet because it takes some time to (laughs) get across the world, but it is a challenge. And to remind yourself, these are people and not just bots answering emails. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with our listeners? Our listeners are people that do a million dollars or more in revenue and have a team of employees. Yeah, definitely. If you haven't tried yet, you should try to work with remote workers from the overseas, not only because they are way cheaper than people from the US or from Europe, but also they're doing excellent work. They are very thankful. They are loyal. So someone from the Philippines, for example, if you treat them good, if you pay them a good amount of money, they will never left your company. If you treat them good, they will never leave you. And they are with you in hard times. And yeah, that's more than one reason why you definitely should try that. For example, every company needs a designer, no matter if you are a solopreneur or not. And I see companies, they are outsourcing everything to agencies. But it's it's very expensive if you do that. And you pay, for example, $2,000 a month. And you only have the designer for a couple of hours. But for $2,000, you can have three designers from the Philippines working full-time for you. And they are happy and thankful and do you the greatest designs. For example, on Shopify, we have a cartoonist who is drawing cartoons and stuff for social media. And this is something you can afford for your company. You don't have to outsource that. That's way more expensive than getting someone for your team. For more information about today's guest, please go to the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. Want to know more about me? Go to my website, officialnatashamiller.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you loved the show. If you did, please subscribe. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please leave a review where you're listening to this podcast now. I'm Natasha Miller. And you've been listening to Fascinating Entrepreneurs.